What is up? Welcome to Under the Rim, the Drinking Bros College Basketball Show. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined by the always enthusiastic, always on top of the world, Dan Regester. Mm-hmm. 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 No, I'm actually excited. It's yeah. been a minute since we've done a college basketball show. It's been a minute, yeah. And been... I think it's because of our own laziness. I don't think it's laziness. It's just it's like baseball. There's not a lot to report on week in and week out. Week out. But it's starting to get, a, get to be our time. It is starting yeah. to get to... I mean, we're a week away from March. Uh, we're a week January, away. February. Izzo? No. Well, no, maybe. Maybe not they're this year. They're a top 30 Ken Palm team. They could <laughs> no, be. they're on a pretty bad skid right now. Yeah. Uh, they just got housed by Iowa. So I, was I don't think uh, Michigan State's got the talent this year. So I don't think... Uh, well, they're not... It, what do you mean by talent? Like Michigan State... There's one thing for Michigan State to be like... I'm sorry, they're 36 in Ken Palm. I mean, they're 18 and 9. You're a slave to numbers. We know this. but I understand that. They don't pass the eye test, Rob. They, they, do they pass the eye test to be like a sweet 16 team? No. Okay. No, they're not getting out of the first weekend. Weren't they the team that lost in the first four to UCLA? Last year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think if I recall that correctly. Yeah. And everyone picked Michigan State. Of course. Everyone had, was on Izzo's dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that time has passed. I think you're right. They just don't have the guys this year. Do they? I mean, they haven't in like three or four years. They usually, since, I mean, usually is Cassius. <laughs> that's the last great Michigan State team. Last good one, I guess. I don't know, but I don't. I don't really care about Michigan State because, like you said, they ain't got it. They ain't got it this year. They ain't got it. They got plenty of Big Ten teams we'd rather talk about. Agreed. We'll talk about one in a minute, but uh, I mean, what, the title of the episode too uh, is a team that probably we shouldn't talk about if it wasn't no. for this specific incident. Props on him keeping them relevant, though. That's really what it was. Yeah. It's like Juwan Howard, rather than just the media spinning this in Ann Arbor about how it's a disappointing season. A really, a really disappointing season. It's just that, you know, he goes to, he goes to bat for his guys. Yeah. He's a fiery coach. Right. Yeah. He'll get thrown out. He'll get thrown out of a game. He'll do whatever it takes to rally his dudes. He'll slap a 5'11 white guy in the head. He'll do it while he's being held back. Yeah. Hold me back. Hold me back. Vintage NBA moment. Oh, God. He learned that from just decades in the NBA. Is there anything worse than an NBA fight? Unless it's the mouse in the palace. That's different, though, because he was fighting fans, and it's Ron Artest. Mm -hmm. Unless it's Ron Artest or Latrell Sprewell, who both don't even play anymore. Is there? I mean, like you've seen Shaq throw a punch. Even Shaq. Like, none of them are, are good. I will give a shout out to Ben Simmons choking out Carl Anthony Towns that one time. Okay. When they're on the ground. Okay. Took his back. Yeah. Decent form for a giant Aussie. Do you think, speaking of... On the ground. Thinking, uh, uh, speaking of great college basketball players who are now pieces of shit. Well, they're pieces of shit in college, too, but they're huge pieces of shit in the NBA. Do you think either of the Morris twins would actually be a good fighter? Or are they just better at like punching you in the back of the head? Well, they are some of my Philly brethren, uh, so I don't want to say the wrong thing about the Morris twins. Because you might be walking around Philadelphia one day and get punched in the back of the head. Yeah, it could get back to them. We don't know. Yeah. And I have to ride for them. Anybody from Philly I have to ride for, even if they're just bad people. Or just, just like not legitimately talented. garbage. Right. Like, I don't enjoy Kevin Hart or his comedy. Right. But he's from Philly. Gotta but you got to ride, ride for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, like, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, man, Cedric the Entertainer's from St. Louis. I don't think Cedric the Entertainer's made me laugh, like, once, but I'll do it. Kevin Hart plays arenas. Yeah. So does Cedric. Cedric used yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little so there's, there's got to be something there. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't see it, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Not everything has to be for me. You know? Right. Sometimes you just got to go by the numbers. Yeah. You're, you're the Ken Palm guy. Yeah. You're the Cedric the Entertainer, Kevin Hart of the podcast. Sure. I'm the eye test guy. Okay. What does that make you? Louis C.K.? The. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one eyed test guy, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of something numbers and eye test that's starting to uh i, I want to i'm begrudging to admit the numbers here but also the eye test here oh are you finally admit are you finally going to admit that chet holmgren's actually starting to come into his own and gonzaga's good i'm gonna go beyond that i think this might actually be the, Z the zags year 
I, I'm, I'm, almost, I'm pretty much there. And, I, and I'll give you two reasons why. Everyone's ignoring them. Three reasons why. Though. They had the losses. One, everyone's ignoring them, right? They have, no pressure. They're not, yeah, they're not perfect. They need those L's. Two, um, everyone else stinks. Do they stink or is it just everybody's similar talent? There's no great teams. No. And Gonzaga might actually be the closest thing to a great team. Right. They don't have to be better than they were last year. Mm-mm. They just have to be better than everybody else this year. Right. So, and they are. Like, I think this team is genuinely, it took them a minute, but I think they're genuinely better than everyone else. And it's not like it's a weak uh, WCC. Well, that's, that was going to be my third point. This might be the best WCC they've ever played in. Probably four tournament teams? Four, there's four teams that should be in the tournament. Someone might get fucked. Um, in BYU, San Francisco, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, or what's worth noting on that, by the way, is that they have more... The WCC has more top 75 teams than the Pac-12. Okay, well, this is you just unfairly dunking on the Pac-12. <laughs> Who uh, don't attack the Pac-12? Pac-12's up this year. If there's ever a conference to go after, it's the ACC this year. Okay. Well, let's look at the ACC real quick because they're uh, not much better. Are we doing quad wins here? What are we doing? I'm just saying, this is just Ken Palm rankings. Okay. All right. The uh, ACC, do they factor in the quad one wins? Uh, they have their own situation. They have A and B wins essentially. Mm. Uh, I don't think they don't do the quad like that. But it's basically it's basically. Do you like quads same. better? or Do you like the alphabet better? Uh, they're literally the same thing. Well, they're labeled different. Yeah. What do you prefer? I guess I like the quad better. I like the the I like that graphing better. I guess you could say. Visually, it's better. Visually, it's way better for mm-hmm. sure. So I'll take the quads, but whatever. The ACC. I don't know how many top. Uh, how many top thirty, forty teams they have? Duke. It's Duke, and then. Who's the second best team in the ACC oh, right now? Dude, is it Notre Dame? It is Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's the only other team wow. that can actually. So the WCC is like markedly better at the top than. Yeah, the ACC is awful WCC. this year. Have you not been paying attention? I like, have been, but I didn't realize it was that bad. God North damn. Carolina is in a sad state of affairs. Yeah, it's not great. It's not fucking good. So the WCC might legitimately. Kent and Palm has them ranked as the ninth best conference, but that's because their bottom is genuinely dog shit right but the top like if you just rank the top four teams in each conference or the top five teams in each conference wcc would be a top five conference so as far as that goes gonzaga i don't know what you have left to ask of them they, they're playing in a good conference they're a veteran team with a five-star freshman and a naismith finalist in holmgren and timmy they've got veteran guards with deep tournament experience like if i told you who this team was without the fucking name on the jersey you would smash that right like that would you would shove that through your to your champion do you think no i mean i don't necessarily think they're gonna be player of the year holmgren yeah no No, i'm talking about timmy either i think he's a finalist finalist but no I said potential Naismith player of the year. He's going to be a Naismith finalist. Nobody watches them. The Including the writers. Yeah, but no, but the writers love Timmy. The writers are like... Think, his swan song? Yeah, they love Timmy, and Timmy's like this cool... He's like cool, but also like quirky. And so they like want to they like be friends with him. They've, everyone jacks off Drew Timmy. Every writer, every announcer, like it, they all go fucking bananas for his mustache and his weird celebrations and right shit. i'm just kind of going through the numbers right now i would probably say it's probably it, it'll be jabari smith no maybe i don't fucking know just kind of going game by game 28 31 only nine against a&m 20 against arkansas he he doesn't show up against these shitty te- like uga only had seven points that's weird I don't hate Oscar uh, Shibway as a Shibway too yeah. as a as a potential as well just for his the way he's fucking rebounding. The only team right now, and I, this is again, I'm just kind of being a bitch on the numbers here, but the only team right now that I actually think would give Gonzaga fucking problems is Kentucky because Kentucky has answers at all the parts of the floor that Gonzaga is good at. Also, Shibway just doesn't have bad games. No, he's just going to give you 
just stock numbers every game. Yeah. And it might not blow you away, but he always comes with those rebounds. He always comes with the same amount of points. You you literally look up and he has 15 rebounds. Like yeah. the, it's like almost like a quiet 15 rebounds. Right. And then he'll, but then he'll loudly have like, you know, uh, 20, 20, 25 rebounds some mm-hmm. games. He's the number one player in offensive rebound percentage and defensive rebound percentage in the country. He's fucking bananas. Like, he's... God damn, he's good. Uh, what is he averaging? Does it say? I don't know. Uh, Chibway could be one, too. But, so, Kentucky's the only team right now that I see that, like, has all the parts of the floor that are as good as Gonzaga. But not, none of them are as good except Chibway. But can Chibway deal with both Holmgren and Timmy? And you have a liability at head coach. <laughs> Mark Few? No, Cal. But Mark Few, I feel like Mark Few is your Scott Drew. Because he's never won. Yeah. yeah and by he, the way, he's got the edge now that he has a DUI. That's true. That helps. Yeah. That makes you better. By the way, I forgot this because Gonzaga is always so present in, in March and everything like that. Only two Final Fours. Yeah. They're not. Few hasn't really done that much in, in March. Well, he created an entire kind of program from yeah. nothing. Regular, they're a regular season horse. <laughs> sure, I guess. Bad <laughs> matchups, man. Just ran into the wrong team at the wrong time. I guess. I mean, they ran into the last great North Carolina team. That was an awful national championship, too. Yeah. That was not good. No. But whatever. They got blown out last year. Yep. They, it, I think they just kind of started too slow last year against Baylor. They could just never catch up. Because Baylor hopped out to that like 20-point lead, right? Baylor, it was a double-digit lead. Uh, and like also, Almost immediately. Yeah, because Baylor just jumped all over them. Yeah. They were like, I don't... Baylor was like, I don't think you understand how fucking fast we are. And Gonzaga didn't. Because right. Gonzaga was like quick, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But in like a cute way. Like in a fun way. So you're saying, but going back to your earlier point, are you saying there's only two teams that can win a national championship this year? Because no, no, I no, don't no, think no. That's true. I don't think that's. I'm not saying that at all because there's way more than two teams that can win. Who would you say? How, Actual, how many teams? National. Uh, one, two. I'm not really bought in on Arizona. I love Auburn at as one for three. Uh, Why aren't you bought in on Arizona? They I, literally have everyone back from last year. Um. They went 17-9 and nine last year. The only reason they didn't make the tournament last year was because of self-imposed for, uh, sanctions. Yeah, I get that. I just, I don't know. First year, coach. Pac, well, Pac, and the Pac-12. Like, when do they ever win? Do not just buy Tommy Lloyd. Maybe Tommy Lloyd was uh, holding Arizona together while Sean Miller. Was what? Doing cocaine and getting out of DUIs? And avoiding the FBI, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And then, obviously, my Texas Longhorns still no. a real possibility. No, they're not. <laughs> and it's, I'll even admit, Villanova's not a real possibility. They just lost to UConn last night. They blew a four-point lead with a minute left. Yeah. With Danny Hurley thrown out of the game. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. I really only like Gonzaga, Kentucky, and Auburn. And I guess if I had to give a, a dark horse, let's just give it to UConn to pull another one out of their Okay. Ass. I actually, so I got UConn at the beginning of the season at like 75 to 1 or whatever. Really? Yeah. So I have like a little UConn flyer. All right. That's just kind of been sitting and put 50 bucks on them. I fucking love that. Yeah. I, They're not going to. It's not like, like last year with, with Book Knight, if, if Book Knight was still on this team, I would say UConn has a real, real possibility because yeah. I think they're deeper this year, but they just don't have a single guy that can carry them through the tournament. And go full Kemba. Yeah. James Book Knight was that guy, but he's gone, obviously. And that's what they need. They need the Kemba Shabazz. They should be able to bring them back. Why not? None of this matters. Just the alumni shit. Just having an alumni, a shitty alumni pop in. The three on three tournament? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, they need these to be a one on one tournament for the NBA All Star game. That's what I want. One on one, 211. Guys, yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch that. People would like that better than the NBA season. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be fucking incredible. Like a tournament we, style? Yeah, every, every basketball camp I ever went to had a one-on-one tournament. I would always win the Pepsi challenge, which is like each spot on the court had a different point value for every shot you made. And I would just do 
layup after layup after layup. Just rack up. I wouldn't miss. Oh, I thought you would always win the skills competition, passing into the nets and stuff. Uh, no, 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 no. This is this is all points based off where you shot. And everybody would always try to keep shooting threes. I would start with the three. And if I hit it, it didn't matter. I would just get the rebound and just go layup, 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 layup for 45 seconds. It's a layup drill. Yeah. Because okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit every layup. They're going to miss shots. Is that your life kind of goal? Yeah, I paperclip people to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you one, one more dark horse, and that would be Arkansas. They're pretty hot. and Back I, on the must bus. I'm back on the must bus. Uh, also, uh, should we, I feel like we, we should apologize to uh, J.D. Note. Why? We used to say he was a complete liability. Yeah. He's gone off this year. Yeah. He's been great. But, you know. That's still in the back pocket. He still might have one of those games where he, he tries to shoot we, his we way We got to ask it. BT Bates, like, maybe, maybe deep down he might try to be a hero <laughs> during, come tournament time and just cost them a game. I mean, dude, they've been pretty fucking heroic the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. They've won 12 of the last 13 games. Although their last three games are fucking brutal. Kentucky at home, LSU at home, and Tennessee <laughs> still, on the road. He says Note is still a liability. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but I do like Arkansas because they play fast and they play elite defense. And that's they're just the type of team that could like buzzsaw through March. And they almost, I mean, they were close to doing it last year. Um, so that would be my other dark horse pick, I guess, when I had to fucking pick one. But, uh, you know. They ran into Baylor last year, which was obviously not helpful for them. Do you buy Purdue this year or no? It's also been two, since what two thousand since the big last Big Ten team won yeah, the national championship. I kind of don't. Two thousand two thousand one Michigan State. Pe- people are going to fall in love with Purdue because they have the best offense in the country. But they're Jaden def- Ivy. What you got Jaden Ivy? Yeah, I, and they they've got fun players and shit like that. But they they don't get turnovers. And they just don't, they're not a good, they're not good at getting stops. You know what I mean? Like they, they let up a pretty good field goal percentage and they don't get turnovers. It's just, somebody's going to get hot. Okay. How out are you on Illinois? Oh, I've never been in on Illinois (laughs) ever run away from that pick. So when you're saying when we have like a, a Calcutta for March Madness and Illinois comes up on the board, just, you're going to avoid that auction altogether. All completely. I'm leaving that on the fucking table. Someone's going to think that's a value pick, and that person's going to be fucking wrong. Be like, man, they got so much talent. Yeah, oh, Corbello, and dude, fucking Kofi Coburn is still there. He's like a big black guy like Shibway, right? He should be... No, no. Run away from Illinois. Brad Underwood is a fucking awful postseason coach. And Coburn just gets his lunch packed every time he goes against like a giant white guy. Yeah. Yeah. His shit pushed in by just the, the Crutwigs of the world. Uh, he was, I was going to say, last year in the tournament, Crutwig was Lenny and Coburn was the rabbit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's okay. what happens. Um, next up, got to talk about the... Uh, Do we that, like any Big East team before we go? Uh, before Providence, Villanova. Providence might end up winning, winning the Big East and losing to Villanova twice. Yeah. Um, UConn is... We talked about that already, UConn. Although, if you want one other than UConn, if Marquette makes the tournament, which I think they should, I like Shaka. Oh, they're for sure making the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're receiving votes right now. Yeah. In the AP. I know. So, they should be good. You never know. Sometimes shit gets weird. I like Marquette, though. Like, I really... That team's fun. I think Shaka is on a redemption tour. Uh, they've lost. Uh, they haven't been great lately, though. I mean, they've lost what five of the last seven. Not ideal. Mm. Or four of the last uh, six. I'm sorry, but either way, not ideal. Um, either way, I like I like Marquette a lot. They should bounce back pretty decently. They play the fucking bottom of the barrel in the Big East to close out the season. Um, yeah. If I had to go someone other than UConn, I would go Marquette. Okay. As a as a good run in the tournament, I would say Villanova, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I think Marquette could pull a Sweet Sixteen. No, I don't see that. They're, it depends on the lay of the land. Not it. I don't shock a redemption tour. Do you hear yourself? 
Yeah, I do. No, no, no. Shaka's first round exit. <laughs> That's only to Abilene Christian. That'd be funny if he got pull, pulled Abilene again, though. Or just some, like, Green Bay, Wisconsin or something. Yeah. Just well, lost to them. The, just, yeah, the Wisconsin version of Abilene Christian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, Juwan Howard violently beat a man nearly to death on the sideline at the end of the uh, Michigan-Wisconsin game. It was classless. Awful. It was one of the worst things I've seen in professional sport now. Uh, it's honestly, it's one of the worst things. I mean, we touched on it earlier. He pushed a guy's face. But some of the reporters on Twitter and uh, just kind of covering the whole situation were just like, he threw a punch. It's like, man, how many fights have you ever been in? You're at, well, they're sports reporters, so. Zero? Yeah. Combined? Yeah. Man, it is. He mushed a guy's face while he was being kind of carried away. Yeah. I mean, it was a dick move, and it was a little bit of a bitch move, and he was being a big whiny bitch about everything. Like about the timeout that Wisconsin right. called and the Wisconsin coach uh, getting in front, getting in his face about him trying to. Greg Gard. Yeah, but about, but about Juwan Howard just trying to be a dick and not shake his hand because he called a timeout. Right. When Howard was fucking. And now Izzo's like kind of dunking on Howard because, you know, Michigan State's got to do that. Just yeah, saying that you should always, it doesn't matter how bad you get your ass beat, you got to go shake that man's hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be rough for like Juwan Howard, who is a superstar college basketball player, an all star NBA player. And then like, was, you he, have an all, this, was he an all star? I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, I just, I, I honestly only remember Juwan Howard as like a bench player for the Heat. I think he had some good years before. Uh, I don't think he was ever an all star. Well, he was a five, he was a first round pick. Yeah. I know he was an NBA All Star in 1996, okay. NBA All Third well. Team in '96, two time NBA champion. Yeah, he was on those uh, LeBron teams. Dwayne Wade teams. Yeah, because yeah, he was like a player coach. Yeah, like a twelfth man yeah. assistant. Yeah, he's got those. He's got rings, but like you're an All Star and you see this like fucking toad walking towards you that just handed you your lunch that no one likes. No Not one even likes. the Wisconsin players like Greg Gard. Yeah. Greg Gard is a total. He's, he's fucking toad. He is a toad. Yeah, it's a yeah. perfect way to describe it. Yeah, some little toad man is walking <laughs> towards you. He has just fucked you up. Like, he has just dismantled your team. And then he's like, hey, respect me. Yeah, he'd probably start smacking people, too. Yeah. Um, but he didn't go after Greg Gardy. He went after the assistant. Well, he was, yeah, but that's because the, the assistant. game manager. First of all, the assistant was pretty toady as well, so. A lot of Wisconsin folk are kind of toady. Yeah. It's just, you got these fucking sentient cheese curds getting in your fucking face. <laughs> You're a goddamn NBA all-star. Yeah. Uh, I will say as retribution, um, Greg Garter, that assistant, should get one lick on Phil Martelli. Who's that? The, the now uh, filling coach for Michigan. Oh, okay. He gets for, a free for, I mean, he was a former head coach at St. Joe's. How do you not know who Phil Martelli is? I don't know. Don't care. Wow, St. Joe's. You don't like you don't remember the fucking Jameer Nelson team? Yeah, fuck? I remember Jameer Nelson. I remember Jameer Nelson. Okay. I'm not from Philadelphia. I don't I don't know the inner working Big of, Five basketball of, yeah, Rob. Fucking fourth tier Philly ba- <laughs> Philly fucking schools. Uh that's a shame. That team went undefeated. Like where would you even rank I, I had friends that went to St. Joe's too. But, like, you've got to put Villanova and Temple ahead of it, at least, in terms of notoriety. Well, Nova's obviously one. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Temple would be two. Uh, St. Joe's, yeah, either three or four. Depending on how well you think of Penn, I guess. And Drexel, a low five. Yeah, Drexel will come in at five. Yeah. Uh, but Juwan Howard suspended for five games for his, again, violent attack on a Wisconsin player. Uh, but I do think, in a way, Juwan Howard benefited. Oh, yeah. And Michigan benefited. Because, you know, complete distraction from their disappointing season. Yep. Um, now it makes them seem passionate. I can tell you, as a Missouri fan, one thing that drives Missouri fans crazy is that Conzo Martin's 
too nice and too calm all the time and like we'll lose by 40 to some like mediocre team and it'll be like i just gotta keep grinding boys played hard not hard enough no you know always looking to tomorrow get back to the drawing board yeah yeah no um michigan finds a way to ride this momentum into the nit like yeah right oh incredible actually it would be rad if they won the big 10 tournament just be, Phil, yeah, Phil Martelli takes over, well, changes he, the culture around. But they, he's only coaching for the rest of the regular season, I think. Right, and, it was a five-game suspension. Yeah, any postseason, Howard would be back. Okay. So they do whatever for the rest of the regular season, doesn't matter. Play in the Big Ten tournament, win out on the back of Howard. No, Phil Martelli gets hot. Juwan Howard is like, I don't want to get in the way of this. <laughs> Phil, you got to take over. No, Phil Martelli gets too hot. Juwan Howard attacks him <laughs> violently during practice. You don't want to fuck with Phil Martelli. I'll tell you that. He's got that Philly scrap. He's got shooters. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Jameer Nelson would stab Juwan Howard, like if he called him. Not Nelson, but uh, definitely uh, <laughs> uh, Motorcycle Boy. Dan, can't you say that all college basketball coaches have shooters? Yes, they they all do, technically. Well, some don't. A lot of uh, program, actually, especially in college basketball, a lot of guys do not have good three-point shooters. None of them do, really. Who was the homeboy that dated uh, LeBron's mom? Delonte West? Delonte West. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was uh, on that team as well? You don't remember Delonte West on St. Joe's? Yeah, it was Shamir Nelson and Delonte West. Okay. Uh, yeah, he also got pulled over on his motorcycle with like an arsenal of illegal guns. Right. Was his... that before or after he was living with Mark Cuban? That's before. Okay. And then he went to Mark Cuban's no, he home was... for basketball players. Mark Cuban found him on the side of the road and took him in. Okay. Like a lost pup. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Mark. But yeah, okay. Don't fuck with Martelli. Delonte West will pop out of a dumpster and murder you. <laughs> I guess. I don't fucking know. Uh, but I, honestly, is does that like where where is Juwan Howard's job in any trouble at this point? Um, I mean, it's a bad year. Beeline's out there. He's available, right? <laughs> Just bring him back. I don't think so. Probably not. Uh, Beeline? No, you don't bring. He's too old. No, but Howard's only been there two years. Yeah, two years. Kind of coasting on. A little bit of what was built for him, I guess, but like, who gives a shit, right? He's still recruiting like a motherfucker. I guess. Yeah. I, I can't tell you if I've been keeping up with the the Michigan basketball recruiting. No, they do well recruiting, okay. I believe. Uh, so that is what that is. I don't think he's in any trouble yet, but I mean, he can't like, can't keep being shitty, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean Dickinson. I mean, he they has Dickinson for another two years, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, and they were in the Elite Eight last year. Yes, yeah, they'll so, be they'll be fine next yeah, year. Yeah, I'm not too, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, next up, this is my favorite story of maybe the year. Texas Tech fans embarrass UT fans in Austin. Oh, so this actually happened before the game in Lubbock, right? They were like, you think this, the situation with Chris Beard in Lubbock is bad? Wait till we get to Austin. Yeah. And they kept their fucking promise. Yeah. So for those who don't know the background, Chris Beard was Texas Tech's coach, took him to a Final Four, then he leaves for UT, which Texas Tech, you know, UT doesn't consider Tech a rival, really, but Tech obviously considers UT a rival. Right. In-state, blah, blah, blah. But Beard went to UT, was a basketball manager at UT, so I wouldn't really hold a lot of animosity towards... I'd be I, th- annoyed, I think it's the way he left. It probably. That's kind fine. of... Yeah, and it's, you know, it's never going to work out the way you want it to. Like, you're leaving... Sure, sure Texas doesn't see Tech as a rival. Right. But Tech hates Texas. Yes. And that's all you need. And he knows that. Yeah. He was on that side. Yeah. He knows how much all the Tech fans hate Texas. Yeah. So he, he knew what he was signing up for. Mm-hmm. And he's in it now. He's in the shit now. Obviously, it's not going to be sustained like this forever. But for the first couple of years, he... Well, yeah, because they're going to the SEC. 
Oh yeah, that, so they won't be able to play each other. That. Yeah, so there won't even be a, pr- a problem in like a year or two. But they're getting every fucking piece of Texas they can right now. So Tech played UT in Austin, second part of their, you know, two season uh, or two games that they play every season. Uh, Tech won that game in Austin mm-hmm. in the uh, Irwin Center, right? Sixty-one to fifty-five. Probably so, a home game for Tech. Well, that's so. That's the thing. You're thinking, oh yeah, they beat they beat him twice. That's bad for Chris Beard. It's not the bad part. That's not what embarrassed Texas. Texas fans don't show up. Texas fans. Not only did Texas fans not show up, Texas fans were asked to leave because Tech fans had bought their seats. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this sort of series of tweets from uh brad townsend okay because from my understanding too weren't university of texas administrations trying to combat this by giving tickets away to students to come for free they were trying didn't work but the tech tech fans just bought the tickets yep yeah so dallas morning news sports reporter brad townsend kind of breaks it down on his twitter uh he said clusterfuck at ut tech daughter among the ut students who got to arena early Waited in line for two hours, finally got into the Irwin Center, at which point already so many tickets were sold to tech fans that the students were uh, taken to the upper deck area, right? So they were taken to the second rim. Then... To the toilet? Yeah, no, they got upper decked. Uh, Then, 15 minutes before tip-off, students were told to leave the arena by arena staff because tech fans had actually already bought those seats. So they waited in line. Let me see what day this was, too. Uh, February 19th. Okay. I mean, you live in Lubbock. What, do you have anything better to do? You literally fucking road don't. trip to Austin no, and just kind of take your sweet time? You have nothing to do other than troll, tech, troll UT fans, basically. I don't fucking know. Um, let's see, though. On the 19th, It was a low of 32 degrees. Mm-hmm. So these UT fans probably were a little chilly while they were waiting for their tickets, waiting to get in to see the tech game. Didn't get in, got kicked out. But it goes on from there. Uh, out of 50-plus who had to leave, his daughter was among the resourceful ones who found a way to stay. Her and five friends shared three seats. Uh, Texas Tech fans have been According to Austin Massey, just another guy on Twitter, tech fans were as loud, if not louder, than the actual home UT crowd. Not surprising there. No. But best of all, right before, uh, or right after the tip-off, a tortilla landed on the court at the feet of Chris Beard. Oh, man. It would have been great if it just landed on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Just a perfect... That would have been too perfect of a college basketball moment. Yeah. So... UT played a fucking road game at home against Texas Tech and lost and got tortillaed before the game even started, basically. Triple crown right yeah. there. That's all you need. Now, granted, Texas Tech fans did have to drive back into the cloud of animal shit that is Lubbock. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I will say this, actually. Look out for Tech. Yeah, they're, aren't they like top... 10 country right now top yeah 11. i think they're in top 10 and number one defense in the country that was what really intrigues me yeah it's not like chris beard left the team high and dry right know? and that's what's weird about them being mad at chris beard because usually that's what you're mad about right is they left the cupboard bare they didn't do any recruiting because they knew they were leaving like the only guy that left really is mac mcclung who fuck who mac mcclung went to the nba yeah, kind of. Kind of, right? Is he on the Lakers? <laughs> uh, I think he's on, on like the practice squad or something, Yeah, right? something like that. I don't know. Some G League team? Yeah, who cares? But, I mean, yeah, Tech is, is pretty fucking elite defensively. Not bad offensively. <clears throat> they can't hit threes or free throws, though, so that's... I could see that being an issue, but, man, they play some good-ass defense. Uh, but, yeah, is that pretty much on, as on-brand for UT as you could have possibly imagined? Yeah, but it's Texas as a brand that this has just become their brand. Yeah, it's just being apathetic, laser, laser uh, fair completely. We uh, like we know we're pretty mediocre at sports, but we don't care anymore. See, can I tell you what I've heard a lot of them say? Like, online? like oh, cool man! Like, you want a game? 
Our we, facilities are better. Yeah, look at our facilities that I don't get to use. <laughs> yeah, man. We got so much money. There's another thing that UT fans say that's actually... E- so I used to think the worst fucking thing, like the lamest fucking thing a college sports fan could say was, yeah, but our revenue, dude, like... What? Who... Who cares? Yeah, look how much we bring in. What well, that's that, that I see none of. That doesn't benefit you in any fucking way. It barely benefits the school. Like winning a winning sports program benefits the school more than the sports program just bringing in a lot of money. Yeah, but they did put ESPN into a giant like a giant financial hole, which is funny. So that's sick. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I'll give them that for sure. Uh, but they say this new thing now that is so painfully just desperate baseball school i wish (laughs) i fucking wish like i wish it was even that it's so desperate that you have to just like i wish i could just look these people in the eyes and be like that that can't be what you're that can't be what you're going with can't like is it what ucf does what uh we always talk about how just how well-rounded our entire like uh program like every athletic program is there's yeah. a name for that award right it's like the visa award or the sears cup i think sears cup maybe it's the something cup it's like wait till you see our women's soccer yeah game. it's like i mean but honestly that does boost a school's like a uh, persona notoriety better than just being like a football school or a basketball school yeah ucf's an everything school guys it doesn't it does not boost their notoriety <laughs> more than being just a really good football school. No, I mean, being national champion football school brings in a bunch of new right. freshmen. But wait till you see the volleyball team. I mean, yeah, wait till you see the volleyball team, bro. Yeah, right. Uh, I believe it's, it's the Director's Cup or something like that. Okay. Uh, either way, they talk about how all of their sports pro... It's not just football and basketball, dude. Like, all of our fucking sports, because they just won that. Stanford usually wins it a lot, but yeah. UT won it. And I'll admit, UT does maybe have the best athletic program overall in the country. They're great at Olympic sports. Golf. Great at golf. Just an incre- I mean, they have, you look at anybody on tour right now, a good bit of them are from UT. Yeah. Uh, great softball Spieth, school. You got Scheffler, you got fucking Doug Gim. Bo like, Hosler. Bo Hosler. Yeah. But here's the fucking thing no one fucking cares. No one cares. No one. It's fun, I admit. It's, it, I would love to go to the College World Series. I would love to go to the College Softball World Series. That sounds like a fun place to drink 20 beers, right? Like, that, that all sounds fucking rad. I've kind of, like, been in the same city when the volleyball championships were going on, and that was a really fun environment. I didn't go to the game, so that was a really fun environment. All of that's great. No one fucking cares. Right. No one cares. No. If that's your argument, especially, that would actually be a great argument for, like, Missouri or UCF to make, Right. Like, well, we're kind of good in everything, so that's something. But Because we're grasping for straws. Yeah. yeah. You can't make that argument if you're fucking Texas. Guys, 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 a cold fall night out watching women's soccer. You got a blanket on. You're drinking beers. You almost didn't sell me on that. And honestly, that still doesn't sound that great. Metal bleachers like in high school. Ugh. That is actually the brutal part about... That's why I never went to a college baseball game at Mizzou uh, or softball game is because those games are like in February and March and shit. It's too fucking cold. It's miserable. And if it was nice out, you'd be drinking. Right. I'd be on the roof at Big 12. Yeah, we didn't have that problem in Orlando. Right, yeah. No excuse for you. No. Uh, But yeah, that's what Texas fans say now, and it's troubling, and I hate it. And please don't ever... I actually love it because I hate Texas. So So you like to see like them... (laughs) I'm starting to revel in their just shittiness. It's honestly funny too because this is like a dickhole argument, you know. It's you know like the memes where it's like, like oh yeah, you, you like history, like name five like Austrian emperors or something, you right. know, like that type. And of I thing. didn't even like, or I, I didn't even hate Texas before I got here. It was just being surrounded by Texas fans that or, have made me just loathe the university as a whole. Right, but you don't hate them because they're like in your face, like Bleh! no, you hate them because they're like such aloof dickholes yep they're they're essentially just old money right (laughs) yeah they are they're old money trust fund kids who have done nothing with their lives yeah it's it's the worst i mean i've been at a ut party 
uh, or like a party with UT, UT alums, like really young UT alums. I was think I was like 28. They were all like 22, 23. But it was me and, and Matt and a UT tournament game was on. Like they're playing Michigan in the, in the NCAA tournament. And me and Matt were like, aren't you guys going to watch this? And they're like, what? Watch what? We're like, the UT game. And they're like, it's not. What UT game? What season is it? And we were just like, I want to. It was a it was a crawfish boil, and I right. think we wanted to boil them all alive, like just one. And by there's one, nothing better fucking... than going out. Maybe it's like a Texas bar, um, anywhere in Austin. They just always play the 2005 Vince Young game, yeah, on repeat, yeah. And they just stroke off to that. I believe you can actually request that on demand at Vince Young Steakhouse. Yeah, well, there's no doubt that that is on 24 <laughs> seven. No, but I've actually seen it done at a Grand X party. They were like, put on the game. The game, too. The game. Right? Yeah. The game. And they put on the game. It's almost 20 years ago, my guys. Yeah. It's not... It's pathetic. Move on. Yeah. Imagine, like, if in 2005, someone was doing that from shit from 85. You would be like, what? That happened a million years ago. The Villanova-Georgetown game. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Uh, well, anyway, fuck UT. But you know what? You know what I say the opposite of fuck it to? Gambling? MyBookie.com. Yes. If you love sports and you love making money, then you need to go to MyBookie.com. It is the place for you. Not only does betting with MyBookie.com make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code DRINKINGBROS, your first deposit will be instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports, there's no shortage of ways for you to win at MyBookie. Uh, on top of having amazing lines and props, props, by the way, are the best way to win money. Uh, that is according to MyBookie, by the way, not just me. Uh, MyBookie has literally said that. MyBookie is also home to several exclusive contests. They do, a fun, they do a bracket challenge every year where the prize is like 50 grand or something like that. Yeah. Um, they also have really juicy golf odds. Yeah. You were saying that the other day. You, they, they were better odds than you've better seen. Better odds in other than places. I've seen anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Like Sam Ryder was 110 to 1. Uh, CG Pan, 60 to 1. Those are my two picks Get this on week that. Check, for check. Uh, Honda. That show dropped yesterday, I believe. Yeah. And then you can go check out my top five, my top 20s. Yeah. Check out that show. It's on this feed as well. Dan's a fucking savant at that shit. You need to check it out. So get off the couch and get in the game with mybookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Fuck Uber. <sighs> Head to MyBookie today and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. With MyBookie. Goddamn right. Don't be a pussy. Bet with MyBookie. Agreed. Speaking of gambling, Mm -hmm. got some picks. Yeah. Got some games to pick. Uh, This is going from today all the way to next Tuesday. To the end of the year? No. (laughs) All the way to next Tuesday. Just Just that far into the future. Okay. It's hard to do it otherwise. All these lines are from Ken Palm. Because uh, actually, we don't have, I didn't pick any games from today. There weren't any. Uh, maybe I did pick it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, these lines are from Ken Palm. Those are usually right on the line. Right on the number. So we'll just get into it. Uh, we've got Ross Patterson's Ohio State Buckeyes at Illinois. Illinois is a five-point favorite at home. I don't trust Illinois. Ross was telling me before the show that Ohio State has been kind of... Uh, crap in the bed down the stretch of games like they'll still win but they're kind of they're they're iffy at the end of games just lost to iowa too i yeah. believe um, i was not bad though i was a good team and actually iowa needed that win really badly because they had a fucking awful loss at home to michigan yeah but they've won two straight since then against ohio state and someone else yeah but uh, they they lost a, a real easy take care of business game mm-hmm. so they needed to get one back you know and they have and they did they did so yeah. i don't think that loss is as bad as it sounds i mean and i was good also so that's fine but uh i kind of like ohio state here with five points against illinois yeah i'm not gonna say they win i'm not gonna money line that or anything but i kind of like ohio state to cover that i don't like illinois at all right uh we got we got ross popping in right now can i recommend a teaser for you sure a little four What's pointer? the over-under on that game? Uh, the over-under on that game is going to be... Roughly. What's yeah, roughly. Uh, let me find this here. Either way, four points. Is okay, the, you is get te- four points with the, the over, and you get four points on the spread. 
Take Ohio State nine up to nine, but let's see what that over under is real quick. The over under is going to be about one forty three. Take that up, and then take the under. Take the under. Yeah, um, Ohio State plus nine in the bang under. bang at Ohio State plus nine under. I don't think they're going to be. That's a seventy five seventy five game. No way. Yeah, no way. the Ken Palm projected score is Illinois seventy four, Ohio State sixty nine. 69. All 69. right. I love that. I love that fucking advice. I'm, I'm down to do that. Uh, what do you think? Illinois wins easy. Illinois wins easy? Yeah. All right. Fine. Why not? Uh, this next one, we talked about them earlier. We talked about our love for the WCC. Gonzaga, on the road at a team I picked as my preseason tournament dark horse to like make noise, not to... Necessarily, like if you're going to San Francisco, Francisco. we just got dinged on YouTube. Uh, Gonzaga, I do love San Francisco, and I think they're going to be a scary team that's going to fuck someone up in the tournament. But Gonzaga is a 10 point favorite on the road at San Francisco. Mm, Give me the points, home dog. Yeah, taking the home dog. Yeah, I like Gonzaga to win by like 15. Whatever, I love Gonzaga is. They're, they've fully hit their stride. I like Gonzaga to roll at San nah. Francisco. Nah. Okay. San Francisco plus 10? Yeah, San Francisco plus 10. I'll take 10 the at 10 home. points at home. Okay. It'll probably be a good crowd. I don't know. Well, assuming people are allowed in the building. I'm not really sure what California, like San Francisco's situation is as a city. Um, Stay by day. And how those students are as a group, right? They're the type of, they seem like the type of students that would be like. Probably better than Texas fans, though. That's true. That is true. Uh, I like Gonzaga to fucking roll, though, on that one. Okay. I, we disagree again. For those who don't know, that gun, that gun he just picked up is like some put-your-eye-out shit. You can know, you do it? There you go. Almost hit me on the rebound. Uh, UCLA? That's perfect, though. I knew I, did, I wasn't going to hit the lens. <laughs> I hit it right in the tripod. Love that. UCLA at Oregon. UCLA minus six. At Oregon? At Oregon. Now give me give me the ducks, baby. Ah. Uh I'm taking UCLA. I might buy up a, a half point just to get it at five and a half, but I like UCLA. I think I, I think Oregon's done. I think they're dead. They just lost to fucking Arizona. Dead in the water? Yeah. Dead ducks. They just lost to Arizona State. Uh, at ASU. At ASU. I don't care. They lost by almost 30. Like, Arizona State Look, Listen, when Oregon doesn't show up, they just don't show up. Yeah. They also lost to Cal. I, I appreciate that. It's like, we'll pack it in for next game. Fine. They lost to Cal at home. Fuck Oregon. UCLA. Rolls. Next up. This one I found kind of interesting because I feel like this is a fucking coin toss. Kansas at Baylor. Can't wait to hear your prediction here. Baylor minus four. I don't love it. I don't, I don't feel good about Baylor this year. Baylor's not Baylor. The Baylor's not last year's Baylor. I know they're fourth in Ken Palm. KU's fifth. Are you saying that they're not mean? What? Are you saying Baylor is not mean this year? They're not mean this year. They're not as mean as they could be. Not, or not as mean as they were, I should say. Uh, you know, after you taste some championship glory, it's hard to be as mean. It is. It fucking is. Now, Kansas... Life's a little better. Kansas lost to UT on the road by three. Don't point at my fucking face, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I look at this trigger discipline. It's dog shit. Uh, I make like, this pick wisely. I like Kansas to cover. I don't know who wins, but I like Kansas to cover. Kansas wins uh, uh, the game outright. You could be fucking right. I'm dead serious. Like I, I don't like Baylor. I'm not a fan of Baylor. I feel like Baylor is an early round upset unless they get a nice draw. Um, yeah, I like Kansas to cover here. He likes Kansas to win outright. Next up, screams fucking trap game to me. Kentucky minus four at Arkansas. That is going. That arena is going to be about as hostile as you can possibly imagine. Kentucky's really fucking good. I think they are a Final Four team, but this is about as hard of a road game as you can get in college basketball. Sure. Um, Especially with a big-ass name like Kentucky coming in. Yeah, but they just did this with uh, Auburn, right? Yes. Um, 
I think JD Note is going to try to play a little hero ball. I think he's going to go like sticking with the theme. Yeah, he's going to go like three for uh, twenty-one, and uh, I think Kentucky wins this game. Uh, Kentucky lost by thirteen to Tennessee on the road mm-hmm. just last week. Love, uh, love the home dog here. Give me Arky. I think Kentucky covers. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Uh, got another home dog. That is bananas to me. I guess, even though we said so we didn't like him very much. Purdue, two-point favorite on the road at Michigan State. Uh, Purdue, easy. Michigan Purdue. State's... Mich- I, I don't buy any Michigan State stock. None? None. You don't even like a home win? Zero. Michigan State is... A tournament team, maybe a bubble team. They've been awful lately. Michigan State's seven seed, maybe. Yeah. They've been terrible lately. They've only won one game out of their last fucking six. And uh, they've only got three wins in their last... Four wins in their last... I mean, they've been four wins in their last, like, 10, 11. They've been pretty fucking bad. They need to, to win. Like, they have to win. Well, that's too damn bad. Yeah. Purdue, on the other hand, Purdue's kind of playing to be whether they want to be a one, two, or a three seed. So, I don't know. I kind of like Michigan State to get up. I think Purdue wins easy. Wins by double digits. All right. On the road. I might, I might flip, my, flip my shit on that. No one man should have all this power. It's a lot of power. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that you have it. I hate that these guns are here. I feel safer with the real guns <laughs> than I do with the Nerf guns. I really do. Uh, next up, another Gonzaga game. Rivalry game. Throw the record books out. Gonzaga, seven-point favorites on the road at St. Mary's. That gun's dickless. That one doesn't even fucking matter. It looks badass, though. It looks like a Gatlin. Like, yeah. I'm going to take you out. Uh, what was the game? Sorry, I was distracted. Zet, I, know you, I, you, I know you weren't listening. Yeah. At least you're not on your phone for this This show. is now a Nerf gun review channel. What? It's a Nerf gun review channel now. Uh, I think we're a little late to that game, to be quite honest. Okay, fair. That it's is an oversaturated market yeah. now. Uh, Zags minus seven at St. Mary's. St. Mary's is one of the other WCC tournament teams. Okay, so Gonzaga coming off a close win against Saint, San Francisco. I think they take care of business here against okay. St. Mary. I anytime Gonzaga in the regular season is is less than a ten point favorite in conference, I think you fucking smash that. I don't care where they're playing. I don't care if they're playing in an arena full of just the guy who stabbed Monica Sellis cloned a thousand times, and they all have to dress up like Monica Sellis. I think I take that line. Oh, good. You're on your phone again. I'm looking at the comments right now. I'm seeing what they're contributing. <laughs> and it's uh, not much about this game. Yeah, probably not. Uh, next up, Texas Tech on the road at TCU. Texas Tech five-point favorite. TCU, the frogs are dead. I love this tech line. Give me Lubbock. Yeah, love this tech line. Do you think they show out to that too, just for fun? No, I don't. A little think weekend in Fort Worth. Just kind of hit it. If there's one place, <laughs> hit Fort Worth back on the way. Yeah, to Lubbock. If nah, there's one place, so. people it's kind of out of the way. Fort Worth is like metropolitan to people from Lubbock. Although, do you have to go up to like I-10 to go over to Lubbock? I don't know, and I don't care. No, okay, yeah, but I love tech here. Only minus five. I think that's a good ass line. Yeah. Um. SMU, this is your conference here. SMU at Houston, your favorite team. Yeah. Houston, minus 11 at home against SMU. Give me the ponies. You like them ponies to cover? Yeah. I love the Cougs. I think the Cougs fucking kick their dicks in. Well, we all know I don't like Kelvin Sampson. He's a cheater. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's a a fraud. To be fair, you don't like Cal or Bruce Pearl either. Mm -hmm. But you like Wade. I like Will Wade. And I think you like Sean Miller. I love Sean Miller. (laughs) (laughs) But Sean Miller's not employed right now. Yeah. I don't know what you're... Do you like... You don't like Bruce Pearl, right? We said that. I I do not care for Bruce Pearl. I like guys that are overly scummy. Okay. I I like Cal as a person and as a recruiter. I don't like him as a coach. Okay. You just don't like him between the lines. Yeah, he's a bad coach. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. Uh, Yeah, I like the Cougs to roll here. I feel like... I don't know. They're just in shit-kicking mode. Right now, SMU's okay, but they're not that good. At home, Houston will show out. SMU needs it. 
Do they? Are they even close to the tournament right SMU now? SMU needs it. Do you, I don't think they do. But what the fuck do I know? I actually want to look them up real quick. They are actually a borderline tournament team. They yeah. do need this win. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Still like Houston. I'll take double digits. Okay. 11? I'll take that 11. Yeah. Here's another Purdue line that to me sounds even sketchier than the last one I told you. It actually doesn't make sense to me that it's the same one as the last one I told you. Purdue, minus two, at Wisconsin. Mm. Home dog. Wisconsin's not shitty like Michigan State. Right, Wisconsin's much... They're, they're a weekend two type team. Yeah. So I will take Greg Gard and his toadness. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're going to kiss that frog and it's going to turn into a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin wins. I think they win. I love the money line on that. Fuck it. I can't believe Purdue's a favorite at all. Now, my guess is that line's going to change because there's a game or two before that, but not by that much. I would guess Purdue remains the favorite, barring an injury. It might be a pick 'em. Could end up being a pick 'em. Yeah. But I love Wisconsin to win this game. And honestly, even if you get it Wisconsin like one, one and a half, I'm down with that too. Minus one. I mean, Wisconsin favored by one. I'll mm-hmm, take that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, is what it is. That's all I got. You got any final college basketball thoughts? Uh, it's getting to be that time of year where people start paying attention. And uh, I'm just excited for the tournament to start. I'm, I'm excited for the conference tournaments to start. Mm-hmm. To glean way too much from the conference tournaments. Yeah, I want to make all of my, uh, my judgments off uh just like in the moment type situations yeah. you know georgetown wins the big east somehow again <laughs> well that is how oregon state did everything last oregon year. oregon state has like three wins this year by the way yeah they brought back like everyone yeah they, they were, were an terrible. elite eight team and they i think check check see how many wins they actually have right now all right so tell me oregon state's record the beefs an elite eight team just last year Oregon State is currently 3-22 and <laughs> with brought- wins over Utah somehow, Nichols State, and Portland State. And they brought back essentially their entire team. Yeah. To be fair, last year they were... Three wins, Rob. Three. Three, yep. The re- only reason they made the tournament last year is they somehow won the Pac-12 tournament. And then got hot. But three wins. They... they- they won more than three win three games last year, right? They won three games in the Pac-12 tournament last yeah. year. They won three games in the NCAA tournament last year. They've only won three games total. This they're saving it for the tournament. If they were going another run again, oh my god! They're literally they're so bad that if they won the national championship, they would they still wouldn't be anywhere near over five hundred. No, yeah, so they wouldn't it be close to like uh, like three three three. What do you think went wrong with Wayne Tinkle's team? Maybe the Tinkle Magic's gone. I think it, it's got to be. The Tinkle Tingle. Now, is, the, is Tinkle a little hot right now? Got a hot seat? I mean, God, you take a team like Oregon State to an Elite Eight, I feel like you got to just give the guy three But then years. you win three games? I, 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 you got to give him a little bit of time, right? Like, fuck. What time? I don't know. Something. You're essentially running out of CYO squad. God, they did bring everyone back. Three games. Yeah, it's pretty fucking Not bad. in conference. Yeah. Overall, 3-23? 3-22? Is that, is that what you said? 3-22. and 22. Oof. 25 games, 3 wins. I would just claim we had COVID again and just yeah, I would, call I would the season. Absolutely. Just, like, just start coughing on all your players. It's like just, oh, everyone else is kind of over. Or you could pull a Coach K and he could personally just be like... Exhaustion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He just left the other game... Uh, this week for exhaustion. Yeah. Which, How long does Coach K stay on the sideline when he's losing to a lower-seeded team in the tournament? Uh, by half, I think Shire's going to be running out. Yeah. As Coach the interim coach. Yeah. Yeah. His back will start to go. Yeah. He might take a knee. Like, Coach K will just be on the knee and, like, pretend to have, like, some type of heart mm-hmm. palpitations. Mm-hmm. I buy that. He's a coward. He is. John, Mike Krzyzewski, West Point graduate, coward. Giant coward. Giant coward. Can't disagree. 
I don't think he was a nom or anything. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck Coach K. Yeah, fuck but Coach it K. doesn't matter. They're going to win the national championship this year because that's just what's in the cards. I would definitely look for them to get a few extra calls. <sighs> They'll get the extra March. calls. You'll have the Coach K devil magic. And uh, yeah, I mean, just the perfect picture storybook ending. Perfect. Fuck Duke. Fuck Duke. <laughs> we'll see you guys later.